Welcome to the Birth Prep Podcast. I'm Taylor, and I'm here to help you prepare your mind, body, and team to best support you during your birth experience. Hello and welcome back to the Birth Prep Podcast. Today I want to chat with you guys about something that I get asked about all the time. And as a rule, if I get asked more than three times, I need to make a podcast episode, but this one is well overdue, okay? It's been asked probably dozens and dozens of times at this point. So today I want to talk to you guys about pain management for your labor and delivery experience. Bringing a new life into this world is beautiful and transformative, but it often comes with pain. Um, It doesn't have to. It absolutely doesn't have to because I have had a pain-free birth experience and I know lots of other mamas that have too. And that might be one of your goals. And I truly hope you are able to pull it off. It was awesome. It was enjoyable. But for a lot of us, most of us, I would say we experience at least some level of pain during that experience. So I'm just going to quickly chat about some different options that we have, both medical pain management and natural pain management options. And then I'm also going to walk you through the decision-making process so you can make sure that you're making a truly informed decision for yourself and for your baby. Doing this work, I know it's sometimes not the most fun work to do, but doing this work, informing yourself on all the different options, the risks and the benefits of each one, and then like weighing those, applying it to your specific situation, making a decision that you feel really good about, like that's the right way to do things because now after you do that work, not only do you have that decision made, you also have all the information you need to make a new decision in the moment if it comes down to that for whatever reason. It happens all the time. People swear they're not going to get the epidural or they swear they're not going to get any medical interventions, but it's like, then the time comes and it's not what you expected, or it's way harder than you thought. And then you find yourself opting for something that you're not really informed about because you said, oh, it was off the table. But then all of a sudden it's right back on the table because it's like, oh, that sounds really nice, but you actually don't know what you're signing yourself up for. I just want you guys to be informed and to feel good about the decisions that you're making and not feel lost or confused or like you don't have another option. So let's chat about some typical medical pain management options. First up, we have the tried and true epidural anesthesia. I have no personal experience with an epidural, but it is one of the most common medical pain relief methods during labor. It involves the administration of anesthesia directly into the epidural space in your spine. Some pros for the epidural is it's highly effective at relieving pain. It pretty much makes you numb from you know, waist down or even more. And then it also allows you to remain awake and alert and it can be adjusted as needed. So if it's too much or you want to like, maybe you want to taper it off a little bit, you get to the pushing phase and you're like, oh, this isn't working. I've been at this for a little while now. This clearly isn't working. I don't think I'm feeling the right things to feel right. And then you're like, well, let's just turn it down and try it without as much medication. So it's a very flexible medication, which is, is a nice pro for some. And then I'll list some common cons really quick, but I do always, always, always want you guys to read the actual inserts for the medication because every single medication that's on the market has an insert, which has all the ingredients and the side effects and all the things. And you should be reading that to make an informed decision. And if there's something that you're having a hard time interpreting or something that you're not quite understanding, bring it to your medical provider and say, hey, can we chat about this section of this really quick? I'm reading all these things and I'm kind of confused on this, blah, 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 all the things. Um, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I think it's incredibly important. So some common cons are it's, it's common for 
you to have an experience of a drop in blood pressure, which can affect the baby and someone experienced temporary side effects. Or I have even heard people experiencing lifelong side effects like backache or even reoccurring headaches, things like that. Know the risks, understand the benefits, and we're going to keep those and table it for later when we're weighing these options against each other. Next, we have intravenous medications, intravenous, I always say that wrong, um, which is IV pain medication. Basically, it's inserted through your IV port. Um, These are medications like opioids, basically, and they can be administered through the port to provide pain relief. Um, The pros are that they're quick acting and can offer relief if an epidural isn't desired or available. And then like, it's a nice, like, I guess, alternative. This is what I opted for with three of my babies. And then it affected my, uh, my baby with my third baby. And she was highly affected. I got it too close to my, um, to my birth and during my labor process. And she was affected by the medication when she came out and she was affected for quite a while. And it, it gave us a lot, it gave us a lot of problems. (laughs) I'll just, I'll just put it at that. But, um, I will say that I didn't make an informed decision. I didn't know. I never read the inserts. I didn't know what type of side effects I was up against. And after that, I then did the research and then decided, Hey, this isn't something that I think we're going to do in the future. And that's my personal choice based off the information that I had. And here's the beautiful thing. And this is why I don't always share what I do in certain situations, because I want you guys to make these informed decisions for yourself. But here's the awesome thing about making an informed decision is you can have all of the resources and information and all the things available to you, the same exact ones that are available to me. You can consume them in the exact same way and you can still make a different decision because we're all different human beings with unique values and morals and wants and desires and all the things. And that is the beauty of this work. That's why nobody can do this work for you. Another one that is common in the birth space is nitrous oxide or laughing gas. And this isn't something that's like a huge, oh wait, did I even say the cons of the last one? Hang on, pause. Cons of the last one. Um, and this happened to me. It may make you feel really drowsy. Um, and it's not as effective as the epidural. Like it's effective for like the first, I don't know. I felt like it was effective for like 10 minutes and then everything flew out the window after that. Um, it just kind of makes you really high. (laughs) If you have any experience with that, that's what it feels like. It feels like just getting really high for a few minutes and then right back to the pain in my personal experience. Um, so that's what that is. So there weren't many, like at this point, like the, the cons outweighed the pros for me after the experience that I had with my third baby. Anyways, back to the nitrous oxide. It's considered a more safer option since it's safe enough for children to use. Um, It increases relaxation. It's a needle-free option, which some people really like that. Um, And it does wear off quickly. So if we needed to get to the point where, okay, now it's game time, things progress faster than we thought, it wears off quickly so that you're able to be more present for the delivery of your baby some things. And that can totally also be a con. That's the thing. Like some of these are, they sound like pros and cons. Like I'm doing typical ones, but like a pro that I list could be a total con for you or vice versa. So just, you know, this is why it's important to do the work yourself. (laughs) But some cons is the fact that it wears off quickly. Um, it's doesn't necessarily reduce the pain. It kind of like just makes you more relaxed and more like, Ooh, okay, cool. We're doing, we're doing the things. Um, so I've never used this myself. So I had it ordered at one point during my goodness. What, what was that? My second baby, I think. 
Yeah. And I was, I progressed really quickly with my second baby. I was at six centimeters and they were like, okay, we'll order it, blah, blah. blah. And like an hour later after I had been checked, like I, they were like in the process of bringing it in. My nurse was pregnant. She had to leave because she was pregnant. So she was going to be switching, um, shifts with the girls. So they were like trying to get all that done. And then basically I was like, okay, this baby's coming. I actually said either I'm going to poop on the bed or this baby's coming. And, um, everyone definitely prepared for poop. I knew it was the baby. I was trying to be funny. Okay. I was trying to lighten the mood. I was trying to enjoy myself. It was a whole thing. Um, but they basically canceled all of that and were like, okay, let's get the doctor in here. So I'm like, this baby's literally about to crown. Let's go. <laughs> and then finally for our last medical, um, goodness, pain management option. This is just such a, a wacky podcast today. Sorry guys. Get used to it though, because honestly, I'm going to stop editing these as heavily and you're just going to be hangout vibes with Taylor and Taylor's a hot mess and you just need to get used to it. Um, last one, spinal block. A spinal block is similar to an epidural, but it involves a single injection of anesthesia instead of like a continuous one like the epidural. And then it goes into your spinal fluid and, um, it's typically used for C-sections. So it's probably not an option for your vaginal birth experience. Um, the pro is that it does provide strong pain relief and there's, you know, a laundry list of risks that come with going into your spinal cord. Um, so definitely, definitely do your research on that one. (laughs) Now let's chat about some natural pain management options. Um, we first of course have breathing techniques. Everybody, this is what we're taught in the Lamaze, like birth prep class kind of thing at the hospital. Um, I think breathing techniques are great and they can help you relax and reduce anxiety and manage that pain during your labor experience. But I also think that breathing techniques only work if your mindset is on board with those breathing techniques. And like you can breathe in any way, shape or form. Like they teach you like the, hoo, hoo, he, like the, you know, the special breathing techniques. But I'm like, those are great and they might work for some, but like, I don't think they really truly work. And I think you can breathe any way you want as long as your mindset is in check. But I do believe that if you can keep your breathing in check, it does help keep your body more like, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is. I guess just under control. Like if your breathing is under control, your body becomes more under control. Like when I was having my first baby, I was, I was definitely going through it. I was in a lot of pain. I got to the point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I got to a point where I was like almost hyperventilating with my breathing. My breathing was so bad. And I was at the point where it was like, I was looking through straws. Like I learned that blinding pain was not like some cute little saying. It was like the reality of experiencing a lot of pain and your eyesight just, whoop. it was like, I was not even there. It was, if somebody wasn't touching me, they didn't exist. I had, it was literally like I was looking through straws. And even then it was like, I could barely even focus on the little tiny bits of reality in front of me. So my mom stepped in because that was the point where they were like, okay, well, she's obviously not handling this well. We're going to do a C-section. And my mom was like, oh, basically, oh, hell no, over my dead body, you know? And, uh, that was first of all, a godsend. I thank God every day for that. Because if I had a C-section that day, my life would not look anything, anything like what it looks like today. So I thank God that she was in that room. She wasn't supposed to be. And she helped me get my breathing back on track. She's like, Hey, she talked to my husband. She's like, Hey, we need to get her back on track. She is losing it. And that is what is keeping her body from doing what it needs to do. And just getting my breathing back on track allowed me to keep progressing. It allowed things to get better. And like, it literally like my eyesight started to regain. I felt a lot more in control just by getting my breathing on track. So breathing techniques are a huge thing that I would um, consider doing definitely pair it with mindset work. (laughs) 
movement and position changes as well is something that I think is important. I'm like, I always say a body in motion stays in motion. I think we've probably all heard that commercial. And I know it's like a law of physics, right? Like something in motion stays in motion until something stops it, right? So I think like when our body is trying to keep progressing, that's like literally what it's trying to do is like keep going in a certain direction. If we keep things moving, I think things just keep moving, right? And different labor positions do different things at different points in your labor experience. There are labor positions that can help you progress. There are labor positions that can help relieve pain. There are beautiful different options here. You guys can look into those and make a list of ones you might want to implement, ones you can be practicing with your birth partner in advance, all the things. And then another good one for natural pain management would be hydrotherapy. So any type of like getting in the water, maybe you're soaking in a warm bath or you're using the water from the shower for pain relief, that kind of stuff can be really, really soothing. Um, and then of course, like that's obviously going to be limited on your birthplace. Like that's a con for that. I didn't do pros and cons for these because most of them are just great. And there's not a lot of cons. There's not side effects for these really. Um, so yeah, <laughs> like your mobility can be limited and breathing might not be the best thing for you. And I mean, I do think breathing is important. It's required to live, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, this, the hydrotherapy thing, like there might not be a bathtub available for you at your hospital or your birth center, um, or maybe even your home, right? And you can always rent one or purchase one, but, um, that's an option. And I just want to, again, mention the mindset piece because that's not on my list, but I think it's just so important because it really, honestly, like, I think everything depends on that. And that's not even a pain management thing. It's just like that overall experience. I, I think it's just so important for that. And the mindset stuff is the work that I really love doing with my coaching clients. We dive in deep and do the work together, but I do have, I'll link it in the show notes for you guys. I have a mindset workbook, a birth mindset workbook that just kind of like shows you my three favorite tools, like birth affirmations, um, answering what ifs, giving stories back that aren't serving us, uh, providing evidence for our brain, things like that. Those are really important. I think going into your birth experience and like just trying to keep your mindset in check that day, doing everything you can to say, Hey brain we're fine. We're good. We're safe. Like it's your brain's job to keep you safe. I also have a whole podcast episode on preparing your mind. So do that work. Please don't skip it. It's so important. Oh my gosh. So I know we touched on it in the beginning, but just making an informed decision is incredibly important. You need to be educating yourself, attend classes, read books. Um, you can consult with your healthcare provider just to understand your options thoroughly and knowing what to expect can also help with that mindset, right? It can help reduce anxiety and it can really help you make the informed, the informed choices, right? You need information to make informed choices. <laughs> When you are making these choices, consider your birth plan. Your birth plan should reflect your preferences regarding pain management um, and be open to adjust adjustments if necessary, right? When we're doing the work of informing ourselves, now we have all the information we need to make an adjustment to that plan if necessary. Um, having a plan, though, will help you communicate it with your people, make sure everybody's on the same page. Your birth plan is kind of like your, your guidebook on like, hey, what are we actually preparing for, right? If you are preparing for an unmedicated home birth, an epidural is not going to be an option for you, right? So just just think on these things and um, just make sure you're considering your birth plan. The way I teach decision-making in the birth prep course is we figure out the decision that needs to be made. And in this case, it's our pain management, right, for our birth experience. And once we figure that out, we figure out all the different options. And I just shared a bunch of typical options with you. And we figure out all the options. And then we figure out the risks versus the benefits for every single one or risks and benefits for every single one, I guess I should say. Um, and make a list of those and say, Hey, these are all the reasons why I might want to do it. And these are all the reasons why this might not be the best option for me. And then you can see all of them right in front of you and say, Hey, okay, these are all the things 
what do I think is going to be best when I weigh the risks versus the benefits and apply it to my specific situation, the plan I'm trying to create, the, or the experience I'm trying to create, the birth plan I have, like, what do I do when I apply all of that to this specific situation I have? What decision do I feel is best to, you know, make sure everything is good for me and my baby? The reality is pain management during your labor and delivery experience is a personal choice and there is no one size fits all approach. I wish there was. I can't make this decision for you. It's something that you have to do the work on and something that I really strongly urge you to. When you understand both the medical options and the natural options that are available, and then you also consider your unique circumstance, you can then make an informed decision that aligns with your birth plan and your preferences. And of course, ultimately the goal is to ensure a safe and positive birthing experience for both you and your baby. And I think that this is just such an important piece of that puzzle. So I hope that helps you get your wheels turning. And I did want to talk to you guys really, really fast about my group birth prep coaching. I have three different time slots available right now. I'm going to link them in the show notes. If you guys want to take your birth preparation to a whole nother level, um, is that proper grammar to a whole nother? No, it's not to an entirely different level. <laughs> this might be for you. If you have any questions about it, feel free to DM me on Instagram or shoot me an email. If you have my email address, I'm so excited to be offering this again. Like I get the same questions all the time, but getting to talk with me face to face and like chat about your fears and like conversations that you're stuck on or decisions you're having trouble making, like all the things, right? All the stuff that comes with this journey that you're on. It's so awesome to have somebody there to cheer you on and maybe offer some thoughts and different ideas, things you might not think about. And doing it in a group setting, you're also going to get that from all these other women too who are on the exact same journey as you. It might look a lot different than than what you're aiming for, but they're on the same journey as far as doing this work and trying to figure out what you want and how how to accomplish that and all the things. So I'm very excited to get these started. Um, again, shoot me a DM if you want to learn more or the link will be in the show notes to sign up. All right, my beautiful pregnant mamas have a great week. I have something so exciting coming. I'm going to announce it on Thursday. So get excited. Let's come back and listen to the podcast. And I literally cannot wait to share it with you. It's something that I've been wanting to do for a while. I finally have all the pieces in place. And once I share it with you, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Um, but stay tuned because I'm so pumped. All right. Drink some water, take a nap, have a great week. And as always, happy prepping.